Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. So apparently, Christy, uh, there are people, and I can only say this in a delicate way, impersonating the police for fundraising. Is that what's going on? So, you know, it's a technical loophole, and I've always known about them. I've never seen it like this. I, you know, I say that a lot about financial stuff. And, and, and we are, unfortunately, a target when it comes to our, our biggest crime that happens in the village is financial identity stuff. Mm. So that's scams, people, um, mail, Internet, uh, email, even calls, cold calls calling on the phone. So um, that's going to be where our residents lose out and become victims. Um, it's it's very predominant here. And I go and I speak and I do these speaks all over and I tell them, please stop giving your money to people because it doesn't go anywhere. And there's not a whole lot that law enforcement can do about it, because a lot of times these people are over in a bunker somewhere underground in another country. So it's just unable to um, track that down and, and for prosecution. But what we do have is we've got this last week, I've had six different people bring me in six different mailings um, with Hot Springs Village Police Department needs your support. And that was a red flag for me because number one, somebody already sent some money. And number two, um, you know, six different ones. It wasn't just one company. They were all six different companies. And is what it is, is it's these individuals that build this organization. They do the legal thing by um, registering it um, and doing all the paperwork they need to, to have it as a documented organization. And then is what they do is they use the local law enforcement name saying that's who you're supporting when that is in fact not happening. So it's technically, um, 
I call it a scam. It's yeah. it, it is, but legal legality wise, it's not. It is a documented organization with all of their paperwork in place, and they give a very small portion to law enforcement. Now, I've never seen anybody come in these companies and say, hey, what do you need? We'll pay for it. Doesn't happen like that. So every one of these had different sayings. This was support law enforcement um, families that are in need of assistance or uh, because of the current climate, we want you to support law enforcement. Give us 100 bucks, 50 bucks, and we can continue to support our Hot Springs Village Police Department. We don't authorize that. They don't ask us about it. And they dang sure don't call us and say, how much money do you need? Here it is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and and. If you look, I put out some websites you can look um, and you can see what portion of their money is actually donated to what agencies. Really? We're not on any of those lists. I didn't see any local law enforcement area on any of those lists. Is it, technically a, is it technically a nonprofit or is it just a corporation that says we're going to give some money? Corporation, nonprofit, there's a variety of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, the, um, the, the, I'm sorry, the, the crime, it's not crime watch. Um, I put the two websites in there um, in better business bureau. You can run those names in there and they can tell you when they were incorporated, how much money of the overhead, what percentage goes to actual donations and how much goes in their pocket. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying all six of those that I looked at are um, go to great things. They might, I didn't say anything. I did but, look but each and every the, one the of them. Is, the key is nobody's contacted you from those six organizations and said, Hey, we've collected some money. Here's your check. No, 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 no. And it angers me because they put Hot Springs Village Police on there. Need your help. Hot Springs Village Police is asking for your support. Hot Springs Village Police Department has families that need assistance. Well, is what they're doing is they're um, taking advantage of our extreme support we have for law enforcement. And I say that because it's not just us. I mean, you have Saline County, Garland County, Hot Springs. They're all exceptional law enforcement agencies, and they're here around here. These officers live in this village. Um, they're the counties are here in this village. So, you know, I take offense to that whenever you say you're supporting us and then you don't. So, um, you know, in all those agencies that I learned, those organizations that I looked up, I didn't see any donated to Celine Garland. I didn't see any of that. So I feel like they're in the same boat as we are. I'm sure that there's the residents are getting these same types of mailings. Um, the best thing to do is throw it in the trash. Well, yeah. and, and, and I'm not an attorney, but I'm pretty sure that if I tell you I'm going to do one thing with money and I don't, I, that's called fraud. I'm pretty sure I'm not an attorney, right? Yeah, it is. But I mean, they get away with it by doing the legality part of maybe giving, you know, a very one, two percent to whatever they choose, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, and, you know, and it, but they use your name and then don't don't, yeah. you don't you don't benefit anything. And, and you know, the, the problem here, and, and we talked about this on another show, is that there's such deep support for the community, for the police in the community. They're literally violating that trust and going, hey, yeah. we know you think great things about your police department. We're not running these in New York and Chicago. We're not sending, hey, Chicago police need your help. Now, we're not mailing to those areas. We mail to the flyover areas where they really support their police so that we can extract more funds from you on dubious accounts. It's very sad. And, you know, I I think, number one, always remember, you're never going to have a Hot Springs Village Police Department 
officer or any of our employees, civilian or officers ever ask for your money. Never. It's never going to happen. Now, um, our CPA, that is a uh, 501. That is a local organization. They do a lot of work to raise money to provide us things. For example, new uniforms. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let, me, let me slow you down just a sec. Okay. CP, CPA in my world stands for certified public accountant because I'm married to one. Oh, no. But in your world, I think you're talking about the Citizens Police Academy. Yeah. The Citizens Police Academy and okay. Citizens Police Academy is a national organization, kind of, but um, you have all all of your own um, alumni associations. And that's what we have here. And I think there's like 190 members here and they work so hard. They do the turkey fundraiser. They do the golf course or the golf tournament. And, um, you know, they ask, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? And I just gave them a list. I told them we need some new radars and we need some a new camera for our CID. And, um, you know, that's like, OK, so that's what we're going to work for to get you guys. And that's 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 incredible. Um, we, if we have a um, officer that is um, needing something or a family situation, we internally have a um, Hot Springs Village Police Association, and that is where each officer and our dispatchers um, they give a certain amount of money. It's like five bucks a paycheck. And if we have a situation to where an officer's family member passes away, we can send flowers. Or if we've got an officer that's going through something um, specific, that as the association we can vote to help them out with whatever hardship they're having. And that's completely separate. That is completely separate from the CPA. The CPA works really hard to provide us equipment and um, safety things that we need at this agency. Our police association is an internal thing that we can do to take care of our family because that's what we are. We're all a big family here. But you will never find um, a police officer or civilian asking for money for those organizations. We're not going to do that. Now we can assist the fundraiser we're out there cooking turkeys and delivering them that's fine we'll help yeah. you're never going to see an officer ask you for money ever you should well, not well let, let me let me make an addendum to what you said if you get this letter in the mail you throw it in the trash uh, that's, my- not, that, that's yours i know i would say, say that you hold it in your hand and you call 501-922-0011 and you say these people are trying to extort money from me on fraudulent accounts. How can I really help? Sure. Can yes. I talk and to the CPA? Can I? Can anybody donate to the police association that you were talking about? Uh, yeah, they can. But you know, I mean, that's that's not something that again we don't we don't solicit for. That's just something right. that we do. Right. Really. Yeah, anybody could. Um, but the CPA, and then you know, there's other organizations, cops, the cops organization, um, concerns of. of police survivors. Um, you know, that is a, they have local chapters here and that's a great organization that helps, um, support families of fallen officers in our area. And unfortunately we had one not too long ago with Brent Scrimshire. So, I mean, those, those organizations are amazing and they do provide local assistance. Um, and we can, we can walk you through that. Like if you say, Hey, I've got a hundred dollars, I'm going to send it to here, but where else can I send it? I will I'll sit down and give you all different options that there are. The Arkansas Sheriff's Association, the Arkansas uh, Chiefs of Police Associations, they do grants and assistance for um, um, body armor and things like that because those things are so expensive. So I'm not going to try to take all your money here because I know that we're all a big family and there's so many law enforcement um, officers all around the state and all of our local area that I, I'll give you choices. You know, you make your own educated choice. I just I hate to see your money thrown away because I don't know where it goes. Yeah, no. And that that's the problem. I, I'm, as I'm hearing this in my mind, Officer Scrimshire, we talked about a minute ago. Uh, you mentioned the police officer in Hot Springs that was unfortunately killed, murdered, yeah. shot, whatever. Uh, 
I kind of go through part of this in my head and I just, my wife's a CPA. I'm a tech guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember getting on clothes, new deodorant, leaving, brushing my teeth, going to work and thinking, okay, I'm risking my life today. I don't remember doing that. I don't believe my lovely wife does that. I, and I, you've you've heard me do before. We we have a take five session. I even did a radio show about it. You couldn't pay me. And I think for the people, for those of us that sincerely appreciate people doing a job that you couldn't pay us to do, we'd like to make sure you have up-to-date cameras and updated radar. I'm, I'm thinking about that radar, though. That may come back on me because I know how I drive and that may not... <laughs> Well, and you know, those those are just things that you need to have to do your job. Um, you know, we're not out here trying to write everybody a ticket. I don't know. That's just a waste of time. But we use it for behavior modification. You know, the speed limits, everybody wants to complain about the speed limits. But I'm going to tell you what, it is very difficult to go more than 45 miles an hour here anywhere in the village <laughs> on a great stretch. There's like three. Um, you know, that isn't a dangerous situation. And there's, and even if it is a straight stretch, if you look to your right about four feet, there's a 400 foot drop off. So it's like, we don't set these speed limits to try to make money off of you with tickets. We set them to keep you safe. And we're trying to um, enforce behavior modification. So you get home to your family. Well, and, and let's be frank. Uh, I pulled up, I had an instance at one of my rentals that I needed to talk to an officer about, I pulled up to the gentleman that was sitting on a Balearic down by the police state, by the fire station. Okay. Uh-huh. And he's sitting there in plain sight, you know, and I pulled up and I always know when you pull up to a police officer and they're doing something else, I'm always like, just need to ask you some questions. Yeah. You know, not, not approaching anyway. They're used to it. They're, and he was super cool. And I said, you know, I bet if you wanted to write tickets, you could write endless tickets. He said, Oh, oh. Oh, oh, he says nonstop, nonstop. Oh. I said, so you have your part, your vehicle positioned to say, hey, 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 just slow down. That's right. That's right. Because what you see as soon as no matter, and I'm human, I do the same thing. You know, that straight stretch on Balearic, that'll get you because you it just don't you. going down a hill. You know, you're going down a hill. And as soon as you hit that hill and you're just letting it off the gas and you just hit it. I mean, you see that officer, you're like, ah. I need to control my speed when I'm going down there and pay attention because there's so many different intersections coming out right there. And it's yeah. hard to see because we have all of this beautiful landscaping and trees and deers, lots of deer <laughs> and deers and deer. No. And, and you, you touched on what I was going to say. One of the things people go, well, this ought to be 55 all the way through. It's all about the access roads coming on. I mean, these people have, it went, so I was telling Diane, we, we live on Sierra. We're on the mm-hmm. West end of Sierra and sure. we were getting ready to pull out on DeSoto. And I said, I can tell you when it's after May 31st, and I can tell you when it's after September 15th. Right. How do you know? I said, because I have to wait several cars sometimes to pull out. The rest of the year, I don't have to do that. I don't know. I'm over at Alicante. I come out on Alicante on DeSoto, so you're right here, and then I'm a blocks over and i mean i'm telling you it seems like in the morning it's it's a few minutes before the traffic slows down it's a lot of traffic and if you're going fast around those corners and you try to even if you try to pull out at a reasonable speed if someone's coming really fast around those corners you're, you're done it's over yeah, with yeah well and, and so everybody if we were to make it 55 for everybody all the way through here number one the road's not rated for that number two it was never engineered for that but mm-hmm. number three Every car would have to be able to go zero to 60 in two seconds to, to get out in front of whoever you're getting out in front of, right? Yep, it's not going to happen. And so. I know how you drive, and that, that zero to 60 wouldn't bother you, but 
No, it would bother me because I let me tell you something. It ter- I've had to re I've had to readjust my whole entire driving um, here. You know, because in Texarkana everything's flat and you've got it's flat and you can see forever. So you and, can it, and adjust- it's a long ways off. It's a, typically yeah. it's a long ways off. I mean, in the city, it's more populated and dense. And that's why you can't go over 30 anywhere in the city, you know, because of the population. So um, they're there for a reason. And I think the behavior modification is it. You see an officer, slow down. You know, I I know I I was um, coming in. I was sitting at a different intersection in a different car and the officer didn't see me. But the person was coming in and he was going a little too fast. I noticed it. The officer flashed his lights at him. I was like, well, that was nice of him. You know, just Mm -hmm. remind him. So. You know, that's that's what we have. We have great guys here. They're not trying to upset you and write a ticket. It happens. You know, I mean, if, if he's had to pull you over three or four times for behavior modification, you're obviously not getting it. So let's, it ain't modified let's, yet. Let's <laughs> Unfortunately, that ticket sometimes does it. It will modify you. I'm pretty sure. No, I actually some was going through. Down, so. I, well, some. Yeah, I was going through the area beside Ponce and DeSoto, their Remax and all that area. And i Thought I was be bopping along. I'd slowed down. I must have at least been below 40, 35 ish. And as I came up and met him and he flashed his lights at me, I looked down at my speed and I thought, ah, good point. Yeah. yeah good point. Thanks. I, I, I need to bring. Okay. And, and let's discuss one last thing. And this okay. is not a popular topic, but I want to bring it up. Why can we only go 35 in front of the pickleball? We just answered the question a minute ago, but tell us again for those people in the back, Christy. For the people in the back, 35 on DeSoto. I'm sorry, 30 over off DeSoto when it changes. Number one, you're coming off of a hill. And when you're coming off of a hill, if you get your speed up, you're not going to be able to properly and timely break for someone pulling out onto DeSoto. That's highly populated over there. I mean, if you go by on the weekends, there's cars out to the road. So it's very difficult for people to get out on DeSoto at a reasonable speed. Mm -hmm. If someone's flying coming in, they're not going to be able to do that or stop in time. So that's what that is there for. I and, know, it's you not, know like it. and it's not going to change, right? No, nope. I didn't think so. <laughs> All you have to do is go down West Valena or Barcelona and go right around it. Go any of the other ways you want. Right. There's so many different options there. Christy, as always, it's a delight to have you with us. Thank you yeah. for visiting with us again. Yes, I loved it. And thank you again. I hope you guys have a happy holiday. We're going to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, Dennis Simpson, and we will see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.